The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I am Joel Mahalik, and I am sitting across the table from the, the lovely, lovely Sharon. Sharon. No woop special woop. names this week like we did last week, just Joel and Sharon. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, but I mean, we are I, special. Right, right. And I can keep coming up with different names every week if, you, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, but... No, at some no. At some point, I might have to you know, reach into the enough. R-rated barrel of names, <laughs> name ideas. No, no. Uh, no so, need. So welcome. Here we are. Uh, the website, jmtalk.net. That's where to go. Subscribe to the podcast. Listen to the 24-7 stream and uh, all the other offerings that we have there. Also, find us at Facebook at jmtalk and on Twitter at jmtalkradio. Does that sound right? Yeah. Once upon, that sounds about right Once upon me. a time, it was going to be your job to read off that stuff. but Really? Yeah, really. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Well, now you know. Now I know. So, um, okay. So, anyway, um, we went to. We had to get some grocery shopping done. You know, the funny right. thing is, is we don't. We haven't. We haven't done an honest to god grocery shopping in our household since like May. Yeah. <laughs> and so. And it's always a. What are we going to do for dinner? Okay, let's stop and pick it up. Which doesn't make sense because, and we had, you know, deja vu. We've had this conversation on the podcast before, but you're right. And then it's like we're falling into that into that trap where some people some people love to do that. Some people love to go. Today we're going to do this, right? And I'll pick up what I need on the way home, right? We have been eating later and later. I mean, you know, uh, true Friday, true. not Friday. Yeah, Friday night. It was seven o'clock before we ate because I had this grand idea to make. Southern hamburger steaks. And can I tell you, they were... <laughs> it, was, it was very good, and we've had them before, Delicious. but we were making them together, thank goodness, because it took forever. Yeah. I don't remember it taking that long when I did them the first time. I, and that was with two of us in the kitchen. <laughs> but the last right? time, I remember doing them myself. Because it was my, it was like uh, my, ooh, my treat for you. I'm gonna cook for you. Wait till you see what I cook for you. And then we did it again, and it took two of us, you know, the business end of an hour to do it. But they were delicious. They were mm. so delicious. So, um, so we went shopping today. Yeah. And as you may remember, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we. Stopped going to the Walmart in Elkton, Maryland, months ago. For a specific reason. Yeah, the specific reason being is that every time we went there, actually it was like three weeks in a row. Right. The 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 place was barren. There was the shelves were emptied, uh, you know, and exactly. And there was more 
there were more store associates shopping than there were shoppers, you know, doing that because you can shop by letting someone else shop for you. I never got that concept. Like, you know, I'd like, like when someone at Walmart is walking around going to all the long lines saying, you know, self-checkout is open right down here, aisle three. No, I'm sorry. I don't work here. Yeah, right. I'm waiting for somebody (laughs) to check me out. I mean, unless you're going to give me a discount on the groceries or a salary, I'm going to stay right here. (laughs) So, um, but anyway, that's the reason we stopped going because we could never get a complete shopping out of it. So we started going to Middletown, Delaware. Right. And today, I don't remember why or if there was a why, but we decided we were just going to run to Elkton because I think it is a right. tad bit closer well, than going we, out to Middletown. And we know better. Yeah, well, we should have known better. We, no, we knew better than to go to Elkton. <laughs> but because we did. Whenever we go to Elkton, they have no food. Yeah, and, and again, we on got their shelves. We got to the food section, and the first part we come to is the three aisles of frozen food, and the frozen cases were practically. I mean, it looked no, like a zombie were, apocalypse. They were empty. There were there was no frozen food in the freezers. Right. It was like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> It was like a zombie tidal wave. (laughs) But still, I just, I cannot fathom why. I don't know. But, so here's the interesting thing. So, a lot of the aisles, a lot of things missing. Frozen was pretty much wiped out. But, so, we're cruising through, doing our thing. And uh, we we get our eggs. And we're we're walking away. And this lady... I know what you're going to say. Right? This, this lady is complaining to a stock boy about how every time she comes here, they never have this particular product. I don't remember what the product right. was, but she says... Yeah. She tells him every time. He's like, I know, I know. She says, every time. Every time I come here, you don't have it. And he says, I'm... He says, I don't know why people still keep coming here. <laughs> right, because there's no food. But that's your employee. The, right. Walmart, if you're listening, in the Elkton, Maryland store, there was a stock boy that suggested he has no idea why Why? people continue to shop at that Walmart. Because there's never anything there. Right. Exactly. Now, Sharon, we left... him to say that. We stopped going months ago for that reason. And then we decided to go back on a whim. And the problem hasn't changed. It hasn't. What do you make of that? Um... I believe he gave a specific reason as to why there was no food on their shelves. Because there was a zombie tidal wave coming in next to a Sharknado? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. But he said something about their trucks not making it on time or something to that effect. Let's say it was... Let's say it was May, April, May, we decided not to go there. We decided to go to Middletown. So April, May, June, July, and now halfway <laughs> through August. Do you think somebody would have thought that that problem could be rectified? By actually delivering food to that store. Right. I mean, I don't get it. I don't know. I, I mean, he was like, I'm surprised we're still open. Yes, that's right. He did make that comment. That was comment his too. comment. And then he said something about I'm surprised that people still come here. Right. Mm. 
<laughs> well, I know two people who probably will not go there anymore. Not even yep. on a whim. One, two. <laughs> I mean, I would almost go to Newcastle. Never mind. Forget that. No. <laughs> strike that from yeah, the record, strike. Your Honor. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I would go elsewhere if I had to. Full. Like, I mean, if Middletown was snowed out, <laughs> you know what I mean, or like they're, or they were having a zombie problem, and um, and we couldn't get there. I don't think I would go back to Elkton, Maryland. Ever to that Walmart. Well, the reason that we go to that Walmart is because it is more convenient to get there. Right. And, um, yeah. Which one? The Elkton? The Elkton, it, yeah. Well, it is. We used to say that whether we went to Middletown or Elkton, it was the same distance. But I think Middletown is a tad, yeah. tad different. I'm sorry for all you people in Kansas City listening going, where are these towns again? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the point is once or twice we started seeing a similar issue at middletown so i guess really walmart is a nationwide chain and i wonder if it happens in other walmarts oh my goodness it's, wor- it, it, it's worth asking you know yeah so if, if you have that problem in your walmarts we'd like to know about it send us a direct yeah. message on facebook or, or right. an email oh i forgot to give out the email <gasps> what's the email address come on you don't know it? No. <laughs> as often and as right. long as we've been doing this podcast. You can email, you can email Sharon at joelmaholicradio <laughs> at gmail.com. Right. But it would be interesting to know if, uh, it, 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 if that's a problem uh, in other places, other Walmarts. Um, because then what's the alternative? You know, Walmart wants to... <laughs> No, really. I mean, they, they want to compete with other vendors. Like, like, like they want to take Amazon on. Yeah, but they can't. Obviously, they can't keep food. They can't keep food on the shelves, and it is just food. I just, the yeah. rest of the store was stocked. Right. Stuff falling off the shelves. Mm. It was just the food portion. So there we go. Anyway. Well, that's our show. Thanks. Good All night. Right. night. Peace no, I'm just, out. I'm just <laughs> So, um, uh, so the zombie thing. Yeah. It, <laughs> so. You have to explain why you keep bringing up the zombie apocalypse. I'm going to. I'm going. I'm going to explain this. This is. Uh, <laughs> this is. This is why. And I'm. I'm just bringing. I'm just. Yeah, I know how to type. I'm just bringing the uh, information <laughs> back up. So I haven't watched Sci-Fi Channel in a long time. And. In fact, I almost think that the last time I watched um, Sci-Fi Channel seriously is when my father was alive. Mm-hmm. He and I really enjoyed watching the uh, things, I guess, that Sci-Fi puts out. Sci-Fi puts out a lot of amazingly weird, silly, campy sci-fi horror <laughs> flicks. I mean, Frankenfish right. you know, was was one of them. But anyway, right. so uh, I I saw this post the other day, and I've been working the whole weekend, so I didn't get a chance to see it. But I got this post about this new original movie coming out this weekend, Zombie Tidal Wave, and the title alone made me think, "I see you," or "Don't see you." <laughs> <laughs> so the title alone is enough to make you go. 
Oh, Jesus. Tell me that. Before you even know it, you say, zombie tidal wave. This has got to be a sci-fi original. Right. And it is. And here's the thing. According to a news story that I read today, zombie tidal wave. There's a big weekend this weekend on sci-fi. Zombie tidal wave will air as part of sci-fi's Off the Deep End weekend, August 17th and 18th, featuring all of your favorite shark movies, including Sharknado, Sharknado 2, 3, 4, and 5, the last Sharknado, it's about time. Zombie Shark, Shark Tapas, Shark Tapas versus Terracuda, Atomic what? Shark, <laughs> Damn Sharks, Five Headed Shark, Six Headed Shark, Frenzy, and Megalodon. Wow! Is that does that not sound like a a stay indoors, pop the popcorn? Uh, you know, and, no. and sit in all weekend and watch Sci-Fi Channel? No. Are you kidding absolutely me? Absolutely not. See, I'm not into the campy, you know. Oh, I am into B horror type movies. These aren't B horror. These are deep minus horrors. Right. <laughs> but I am into the campiness. Yeah, you know, they're they're enjoyable to the point that they're silly, and then yeah. all of a sudden the silliness becomes the you know the 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 enjoy and the enjoyable. Entertaining portion of the mo- of the movie. Yeah, I'm just not into that kind of thing. But you're into science fiction. Some, yeah. Well, zombie title. What is more science fiction? What's more sci-fi than you're on the beach and you're looking for some tasty waves to, to body surf, and all of a sudden you notice that this nice tasty wave is heading in, but it's already got bodies in it. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for brains. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you something. As I, as I talk about this, as we bring this up on the podcast, I'm going to be honest with you. I cannot wait to have a free evening to sit down and pull this movie up on hopefully sci-fi on demand. Wow. All right. Now you'll have to watch it with me. I will. Or you'll have to watch something else. Um, <laughs> You'll have to watch something or you'll have to watch that in... Another room? Another room, right. Wow. <laughs> well, then I better get that done before football season actually right. takes off. Yeah, right. Uh, it's the time aspect, aspect that's hard to come by. But, um, so, yes. Yeah, so, if you're a fan of sci-fi, and I'm not just talking about the channel. Sci-fi as in science fiction, and you like campiness, this could have been, or maybe still is, depending on what time, the weekend for you. For me, I've missed the weekend. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the on demand. Speaking of on demand, last night you were um, extremely extremely comfortable, like okay. like a bomb could have gone off and you would not have woken up. Cause, okay. Because I tried to wake you up to see if you wanted to watch. No one saw a thing. That Sundance original documentary about the <laughs> Ken okay. Ken Rex McElroy killing, the vigilante killing. Oh. Remember? You don't no. remember? No. We saw the preview several times. We're like, oh, we want to watch that? Wait, what was it? It's a documentary. I think it's six or eight parts about this town, Skidmore, in Missouri. And they basically killed the town bully. But this was back in 1981. But nobody saw a thing. It's an unsolved murder because no one saw a thing. The whole town was there. No, wow. no one saw a thing. Okay. So I watched the first episode on it. Pretty interesting stuff, you know. But oh yeah, yeah. I thought you wanted to see it, which is why I was trying to make a federal case about waking you up. 
But okay. It, but it is on Sundance on demand. All right. You don't look interested now. You looked Not interested when you all. saw the preview. Oh yeah. Did I? Yes, you did. You so now we're moving into the part that I call concern. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't so okay. Forget that you were excited when we saw the preview. Forget all that. That doesn't excite you. Not excite you, but that doesn't interest you. No. That a whole town got together and shot their bully dead. No. And have been hiding that secret for 40 years? I'm sorry. I don't. All right. Well, anyway, I watched the first episode and it was... And how was it? it pretty interesting. Was it? It's pretty interesting. And, you know, I mean, these, these townspeople, they know. And even, t- like, today, doing the interviews and stuff, have no remorse. In fact, one guy said that um, he wasn't in town at the time. Um, he said that they wanted uh, they wanted him because he was a Vietnam vet to be the town marshal, which he did, he declined. But he was, <laughs> I think he was in Vegas or California somewhere. But he said, when they asked him, "Did you do it?" He said, "No." He said, "Because if if I he said if, if I was going to do it, I would have walked right up to him in his driveway, shot him dead in his driveway, and burned his house down." <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my! I mean, <laughs> what a winner this guy must have been. Wow. <laughs> to still have that kind of impact, you know, years later. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Quality TV this weekend. Yeah, apparently. Know? So, just as long as you see your big brother, I guess. But you were That's interested. It. You were interested and no one saw a thing when we saw the preview. Because when we're at, when we're down at the beach house, we watch um, Sundance because we watch MASH. Right. So that was a constant preview. Almost every other commercial break was a preview for that. It started August 1st. I wonder if I faked it. <laughs> well, so on that note. <laughs> the interest is what I meant. Huh. Because that's almost like, I mean, you're really into the Stephen Avery stuff. Yeah. That small town weird stuff. I mean, and, yeah, and Skid- I am. Skidmore. Maybe I would. Skidmore. They had a population back then of like almost 500 people. They have 264 now. Can you imagine? Wow. I think that's because if you f with somebody, they'll shoot you dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> exactly. And so anyway, all right. So uh, I'm sorry, we're going to to stand. We're going to take a quick break because she's going to stand, and uh, when we come back, uh, more blabbering <laughs> for <laughs> blabbering, <laughs> blabbering, un- incoherent conversation. Awesome. I don't know. Whatever it takes. But anyway, so uh, stay with us. Going to refresh our drinks. We'll be back right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. 
why we need your donations? Welcome back, everybody. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm here with uh, the lovely Sharon. And I wanted to talk about your favorite holiday. My favorite holiday is Halloween. Right. So Halloween, or Halloween, depending on what accent I use, (laughs) is, let's see, there's 31 days in October, 30 in September. That's 61. Today is the, let's say there's, for the sake of, when someone will listen to this podcast, let's say there's 11 days left in this month, right? Okay. 72 days until Halloween. All right. However, it is already Halloween in all the stores. I know. As much as I love Halloween. And as much as I love Christmas. And would decorate year-round for Halloween. Well, apparently there's people who wouldn't have a problem with that if you wanted to do that. Right, but... That seems to be the consensus. Yeah. However, it's a little soon. Yeah, well, uh, par for the course. It's only August. And I know we end up talking uh, somewhat about this almost every year (laughs) with all the major uh, holidays. Let's get through something first. Let's get through Labor Day. Right. Before you start putting Halloween stuff out. I mean, you know what will happen on November 1st, right? If not before Halloween gets here, Christmas stuff will be on the shelves. Uh, that's just a little ridiculous. It's just the way it's going to be, and we have to you know deal with that. Right. You know, uh, it, it. It. But so yeah. So, and the other thing too is you know as we had that really big heat wave last month for like a week, and as soon as that heat wave hit, immediately the memes were coming out. <laughs> On Facebook and everywhere else on social media about who's ready for hoodies, pumpkin spice lattes, and blah, 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 whatever else. The minute it gets hot like that. And you know what will happen? The first snowflake that falls out of the sky, who's ready for, for beaches Christmas. and flip-flops? And oh. not, I mean, it's we're off somewhere. Our kilter is off. Yeah. Or our kilt is off. So, um, but anyway, now, while we're at the store today getting groceries, okay, I picked up one of my favorite meats, Spam. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like that. I like Spam. No, believe it you or like not, spam. I love Spam. Yeah. Believe it or not, there's a lot of people out there that actually like spam i usually encounter people that are like ew spam because you you know i'm finding spam to almost be as uh, controversial among folks in circles as scrapple (laughs) and i'm sorry okay i can't i can't get along with you if you don't like scrapple oh no okay yeah that's and it'll be a very questionable relationship if you put maple syrup on your scrapple. Oh, my God. <laughs> like you do. I do. It ruins it. No. That's I like don't the people that put so. ketchup on their scrapple. Doesn't Katie put ketchup on her scrapple? Yes. 
I mean, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> I swear I wish we had a video camera on my face. Yeah, exactly, right? The look I'm giving you. <laughs> so I had to pick up so I picked up spam because I like spam. Right. I had to be very careful when I picked up the spam today. And the reason being is because they're making pumpkin spice spam. Oh, come on. Yes. That's yeah. just nasty. Just when you thought it was safe to have a food that is not pumpkin spiced, spam is pumpkin spicing the spam. Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's that's gross. And the thing is, okay, is I know I was talking zombie apocalypse and all this is not a fall apocalypse thing. It's really happening. Okay? So according to CNN, and not that I usually give you news from CNN, but starting September 23rd, lovers of all things autumn can purchase limited edition spam pumpkin spice on Walmart and spam online stores. So this will be exclusive to Walmart. Do you think they will be able to get that truck in? Not that I care because I'm not buying pumpkin spice spam. Now, according to a spokesperson, there's no pumpkin in the pork. It's just going to be mixed with cinnamon, clove, allspice, and nutmeg. Mm. You just keep shaking your head. I'm, I mean, I, you know, I, as somebody who does a lot of cooking, I would like any input that you can offer on this. It's gross. <laughs> well, I did ask for input, didn't I? <laughs> now, they're saying what could be a sweet mystery, a sweet mystery meat, possibly pair well with it. Spam recommends topping waffles with it, adding it to fall <laughs> vegetable hash, or baking it into a cornbread muffin. Mm. None of these appeal no. to you? No. Because I am, I, I do have that, what's that? Like right before you vomit, you, that, what's that, what do they call that? That reflex or something? Gag reflex? Yeah, something that like that. That is okay. so gross. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, that I. Mm. So you're saying that waking up to a warm stack of spam and waffles on a chilly day doesn't sound good to you? Anyone out there? <laughs> this is a real thing. This is a real thing. I wish I was lying. And I say that because a lot of times uh, this time of year on, on social media, you'll see a lot of people who are really good with Photoshop and they'll take a food product that's really not going to be pumpkin spiced. And they put pumpkin spice stuff on it to make it look like it's coming out. And just like hackers trying to get your money, they're trying to get your goad, making you think it's real, then you pass it on and it becomes viral and you're responsible for this giant viral lie. <laughs> but this is not a lie. So you can viral it, viral it all you want. Okay? Um, now, could pumpkin spice spam be the tipping point for pumpkin spice fatigue. Will somebody finally say that is enough? Yeah, yeah, I'll <laughs> say it. After, I mean, I, I will I, say it right I, now. Yeah, that I knew, is and I knew you would with no problem. But what, I, but you know, what I'm saying is, as an industry goes, I mean, what's next? Pumpkin spice condoms. Pumpkin spice, uh, well, they probably have pumpkin spice water. I don't know. But <laughs> but how many things can you pumpkin spice before? It's the same thing with dill pickles. How many different foods 
can you do the dill thing with? You've already invaded ice cream and frozen pops. I mean, how far can you take some things before... I mean, who's really eating this stuff? Right? I don't know. Not me, that's for damn sure. So, um... But yeah, so halfway through August, we have to start thinking about things that shouldn't even come around. Like not like Starbucks and Wawa's or convenience stores. Everyone that does the pumpkin spice coffees and muffins and things like that should not even come out until the last week of September. We need to put some time things on these things. You know, we have to start. Maybe we need to regulate what time of the year you can do this, what time of the year you can do that. When can you decorate? When can you bring out pumpkin spice stuff? Um, you know, things like that. But I will say this, though. And that's not all, you know, while we're talking about food. It's not all bad. I found out the other day. I stopped. I used to eat lactate ice cream all the time. But they only had vanilla and chocolate. It was two flavors, vanilla or chocolate. You know, and then you, you, you say to yourself, well, I feel like this or I feel like that. So you wind up not getting the lactate, buying something else and having to take pills because I'm lactose intolerant but this week I found actually last week when I made that shop right run a week or two ago whatever it mm -hmm. was and I found lactate which was cookies and cream they also had chocolate chip mint but it didn't look very good like I like the green like I like the green chocolate chip mint and um I, so anyway I got the cookies and cream interesting it was okay but this week I found salted caramel lactate ice cream and Salted caramel is quickly becoming my go-to flavor. I would have that before I had pumpkin spice. I would almost have salted caramel spam before I had pumpkin spice spam. <laughs> All right. So. Pumpkin spiced spam. But we should regulate when you can do things. Pumpkin spice everything, anything, should be on hold until, like, minimum the last week of September. And the same with the decorations. You know, uh, because it, it, it seems like, and maybe, maybe I should have done this years ago, but maybe we should put on the calendars when we notice the first time Halloween decorations go up in stores, the first time Christmas decorations go up, first time Valentine candy goes up in stores. <laughs> and that way we can see if each year, if they really are pulling it back because it feels like they're pulling it back. But I, but, but I wonder if there's a way to prove that. Like, it just seems to be getting sooner and sooner and sooner, you know? And they're rushing things. Doesn't time fly fast enough now? And I don't think children can say that. Because I know that I feel like... I feel like my childhood lasted three decades. And now that I'm an adult, I have no time for nothing because it just goes and goes and goes. Right. I don't want to be rushed into the holidays. Any of them. Yeah. But retailers don't care. Tailors? I said retailers. Oh, retailers. <laughs> retailers don't care whether you don't want to be rushed or not. Well, I'm just saying. Um, Am I too close? You're not too, you're not close enough. Let me in fact if I just Is this close enough? That would probably work. Since you're standing, but that should probably work. But um and I thought you said us retailers. I'm like No, you're I not said a retailer, me. you're retired. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Um, but yeah. So there's that. Um, pumpkin spiced pumpkin spam. Spiced spam. And it's exclusive to Walmart. Just like the limeade we found the other day is exclusive to Wawa. Made by Snapple. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's going to work opposite. Maybe the sp the pumpkin spice spam is going to be so good that it come that it comes out and ends up staying year round, <laughs> like the coconut cream creamer did. Which, by the way, yeah, is more scarce than ever before. I know. We what? actually have to go down to the beach, go to the most expensive supermarket in three counties in this state, GE Hawkers, <laughs> and pay a premium price to get coconut cream creamer. Right. Can't find it up here anywhere. And what's going on with Zataran Spanish rice? While, I mean, while <laughs> we're on the subject of foods, I mean, listen. Listen. All right, everybody, you got to hear this, okay? Joel's new thing is Zatarain's Spanish rice. Absolutely. Okay. So, today, we mentioned we were in Walmart. We mentioned that? We, we mentioned, yes. <laughs> you should have seen him when he saw Zatarain's Spanish rice. I charged that shelf he, like I was headed for the end zone oh in the God. Super Bowl with the winning drive. I got scared. <laughs> I was like, what is this man doing? Because we can't find it anywhere. Right. I wow. even I even went online to Zatarans.com and because I was like, you know, you can almost order anything online. So I checked with them because I was starting to be concerned because when we couldn't find it, we weren't finding a slot on the shelves for it either. <laughs> so I went there to see if it was a discontinued product. No, it's not. They're still selling it. And then it had and a, not only are they still selling it, Walmart had it. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah, of all, yeah, of course. I of mean, all people, they didn't have anything else <laughs> right. on their shelves, but they had this. So when I was on Zatarans.com a couple of weeks ago, they had a link that said where to buy, and you click it. It's like <laughs> when you were looking for the stuff yeah. for the fireplace. I said there should be a where you can. Yeah. So I clicked the link, and it takes you to all the different retailers that would sell it. And, you know, uh, all the big ones, Walmart, Amazon, Target, right, right. you know, all the big grocery places. And you go, you can click each of those links and it will take you straight to the store's Zatarain Spanish right. rice page. Nobody had it. Not even Amazon because I was at the point where I was, I, I, that same week that I was looking for this. How's my time? Okay. I was looking, <laughs> I, was, I was looking at what's called the Amazon pantry and I was going, you know, they have really better pricing on name brand stuff in that pantry, by the way, Sharon, than we pay in the stores for some things. And I was oh, like, wow. maybe we'll get a pantry order together for Amazon. Right, right. And they didn't have it. What? All these retailers were out of it, so I don't know what's going on. But the foods and the creamers and the things we like keep disappearing. Right. You know? Discontinuing. Right. And, uh, you know... I mean, Zatarain's does make a good Spanish rice. So, yes, I got four boxes today, and I was at the <laughs> checkout going, I should have gotten ten. Not that I was going to eat ten this week, but right. the sheer fear of not finding it again. And then, of course, right. you found it at Hawker's. Right. And got me a couple down there for the beach. Yep. They're just, it, it, 
It's actually the most flavorful. I was jonesing it so bad the other night that I bought a box of their jambalaya, and that wasn't a bad. That was a bad what? idea. And I also bought <laughs> that really nasty kibasi with it. The Hillshires, remember? Yeah, yeah. I looked at the Hillshires kibasi we get. This the ring. And it doesn't look like that's changed. Nothing on there says 100% pure whatever. This one said pure <laughs> pork. I don't know what what it was about it, but yucko. Well, I, when I saw that you picked that up, I knew right away you weren't going to like it. I did. Why didn't you stop me? Because when you get something in your head... And you won it. I didn't notice how weird it looked until we got it home. And then I was, because you, you got them boiled for me before I, right. before I came around. They didn't look right coming out of the water. <laughs> they looked like they needed to be thrown back. So, <laughs> foods have to stop changing their recipes. Campbell's have changed the recipe on so many of their soups. I, I don't even like a lot of their soups anymore. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm kind of glad fall's coming because I'm going to make pumpkin spice soups. <laughs> I'm going to make all my, my own homemade soups. Pumpkin and I'll put pumpkin spice in them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, but seriously, with fall coming, we'll start making homemade soups, which will be a blast because, yeah. you know, I don't know why. Why would you change a good thing? I don't know. I, I, well, I don't know. Because seriously, if I have to start hunting my own food, I will. Just somebody tell me where tacos roam so I can go shoot them. <laughs> I mean, if I, you know, if I get to hunt my own choice, I mean, you know. Yeah, right. Show me where the tacos are. Wow. Anyway, um, we don't know what's going on out there with with all these foods, but you know, we I I, I could spend an entire podcast talking about the different changes and things that we've seen in food <clears throat> over the years <clears throat> pre-packaged that is right and uh but anyway so you're saying goodbye i'm saying goodbye okay i'm not saying goodbye uh we have <laughs> honor thy heroes and also a new wombat of the week uh a doozy uh coming up and that's all after this, don't go anywhere. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com
Welcome back, everybody, to the Joel Mahalik Show. It's the final stretch of the show, if you will, part three of the podcast. Thanks for joining us. And in this stretch of the show, we typically try to uh, give you uh, some things. So if you're a first-time listener, this is the segment that we do. Honor Thy Heroes and Wombat of the Week. And, of course, one last thing. And I'm going to lead off with the Wombat of the Week and how you can get involved with this is very simple. Wombat of the Week is uh, stupid people doing stupid things, and it comes from the news. So your way to get involved would be to email us a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or wombat at joelmaholic.com. And that way, that's your way to be able to participate in this part of the show. Now, sometimes we get overloaded and backed up on them, but that doesn't mean they won't get to the air. So never fear if you send something in and it does not get on the air right away. It could and would and will and should and shall get on the air. So uh, without further ado, this, uh, this story, this wombat coming out of New York, Hicksville, New York to be exact, and not that we should take anything from that name, but... Um, a fake cop pulls over a van full of real detectives. Yeah. Instant karma. So, a Nassau County man impersonating a police officer got more than he bargained for when he tried to pull over a van Friday morning in Hicksville, New York. The van was full of real detectives, according to police. Police say 25-year-old Valerie Portlock was driving a black Nissan Sentra in the vicinity of Roosevelt Avenue at 11 a.m. when he activated his air horn and emergency lights in an attempt to pull over a van. The van was occupied by Nassau County Electronic Squad detectives. Uh, the detectives, while stopped in traffic, identified themselves and approached the Portlock's vehicle. Portlock of Hicksville fled the scene, swerving in oncoming traffic, and refused to stop. He continued to drive at a high rate of speed onto the Long Island Expressway. Highway patrol officers, after being notified, were soon able to spot Portlock and place him under arrest without incident after initiating a traffic stop. Portlock was charged with first-degree criminal impersonation, second-degree reckless endangerment, and unlawful fleeing from a police officer. He was then released on his own recognizance after being arraigned Saturday at First District Court. Um, Portlock seemingly, he's unlucky in running into actual police officers, but in May, while investigating an incident at an Oceanside 7-Eleven, Nassau police say detectives were approached by impersonator 55-year-old Frank Zenon, who identified himself as an NYPD detective. Police soon discovered Zenon had an open warrant in New Jersey, and he was subsequently arrested at his Baldwin home, where police say they found two NYPD Detective Shields. Um, folks, it is not a good idea to pretend to be a cop. Uh, silly idea, and you can get in a ton of trouble. I don't understand why people would do that. Or maybe I do, I don't know. But this is not the first time 
this is the first time we've had a, an idiot like this on one bad of the week, but this is not the first time that I've read stories of somebody impersonating the police pulling over the police. And that's why I said instant karma. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. Stop being stupid. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And this guy's prize was <laughs> trying to pull over a van for cops. Now, this story presents us with a double whammy wombat of the week. A double whammy. I got to jot that down. My paper here. A double whammy. Double whammy. I'm going to abbreviate in my shorthand, which only nobody can read. A double whammy wombat of the week because both Frank Zenon and Valerie Portlock. I, I think that's the way you say that name. Va yeah, Valerie Portlock. Uh, both of you are wombats of the week. And you get to... Uh, Wear that as your prize. Idiots. So, <laughs> remember, uh, send those stories in so we can publicize them. Uh, I mean, really, if you're going to do stupid things and wind up in a newspaper, I mean, somebody's got to talk about you. And here at the Joel Mollick Show, we won't let you live it down. Mm. I'm planning an end-of-the-year wombat-of-the-year vote. Somehow. Still working on the details, but you'll know soon enough. Okay, so we're moving on to our next segment that uh, that we call Honor Thy Heroes. And, uh, you know, it's there's enough negative in the world, right? We all know that. You know that. I know that. So what we're doing here is honoring heroes because they're the people that you rarely hear of. Uh, because the news is so deadlocked with so much negativity. Uh, you know, on, on Facebook, I'm what, uh, uh, you may be familiar with a, a Facebook term called top post, top fan. And you get a badge for being a top fan because you interact a lot on certain websites. And I've only seen it with news. And there's a couple of news sites that I am top fan poster, badge earner extraordinaire, whatever. And one of them is a news agency on Facebook in Delaware called First State News. And I actually uh, posted today on there in response to a, a, a news story. And then all we ever see is bad, bad stuff in the news anymore. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's nice to be recognized because you post a lot and you interact a lot. But it would be nice if we can interact with more than just negativity. And so, you know, I, I commented to a piece of bad news today and I said, you know, this is all we're getting. So, here on the program, we're honoring heroes so that you know that there are still great stories out there. And so, uh, this week we're talking about a cruise ship passenger in a wheelchair that plunges off a dock in St. Thomas... And then two locals dive in and save her. So two men being hailed as heroes for the rescue of this young female wheelchair user. 
who fell into the water while the cruise ship was she was traveling on was docked. She was on the Carnival Fascination, which was stopped in St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And the, this took place uh, this past Monday. Uh, the two locals, Country Hamilton and Randolph Donovan, sprung into action when the girl in the wheelchair fell into the water off of the West Indian Company dock. Uh, so Donovan jumped in the water, and he held the girl up to put a float in the tube around her. And then Hamilton leaped into the water to fasten a rope around them both. Uh, so with the help of security officers from the ship, ship's medical staff, port workers, the girl was finally pulled to safety just meters from the gangway near the bow of the ship. Uh, there is video on social media that also shows the aftermath. Uh, Randolph Donovan posted on his Facebook page he descri describes the dramatic event, saying, I couldn't think. I just had to move real quick. I cannot stop thinking about the way she was looking. I told myself I had to save her. The water was deep, and when I saw the wheelchair going under, the weight and the fight that she put on me, I was in a tight situation. And I kept screaming, saying, I cannot hold on any longer. He said that it was very lucky that Hamilton was right there in the water to help. And he says, now she has another day to talk about this day. Hamilton, who worked as a DJ on the boat, he talked about the experience writing on Facebook. Thank God we're all safe and sound. The love that is coming is tremendous, and I want to say thank you to each and every one. In a situation like this, all you can do is act and hope for the best. He says, Randolph Donovan, I'm glad that we did what we did and that we're okay. Uh, the pair's quick thinking was praised by the U.S. Virgin Islands Senator Kurt Vallee, who said that he told the Senate about their actions. So, for their actions, these two men, yes, are very much what we would call heroes because of what they did. And just because they were at the dock, don't ever think that that means that the water is shallow. Sharon and I cruise all the time. You know, the, the docks are, they're, they're pretty deep in their own right. Um, just because it's at the dock, think of the size of those boats, you know. They have to have so much water that they draft, which means that they're still floating. They can't just run aground at the dock. So, that's, uh, that's pretty deep water. And so they win the prestigious title here on the show as heroes hashtag honor thy heroes and we thank them for being there and for being able to assist this girl uh who was in peril um as i i, I said it before it's hard to imagine what you can't i mean i've tried you can't imagine what you might do you can envision you can Think about what you might do and hope that you'll do that. But no one really knows what will happen and how you'll react when a situation such as that or any situation uh, presents itself. And she is very lucky that they were not only there, but that they reacted in that way. It could have been much, much worse. So uh, there's our heroes for this week. Now, <clears throat> you can email me stories of heroes not every it's not easy it's easy for us to find wombats it's easy for us to find idiots in the news 
I'll tell you what it's not easy to find. Heroes. It's, you know, people doing amazing things. It's not easy to find. A lot of them only show up in local papers. And unless somebody national picks it up, no one ever hears of that. I want to hear about them. I want to honor them. So, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. That's the website. That's the email address. You can send those stories from your paper, your local paper, your local news, uh, for the opportunity for them to be honored here on the show. So, um, one last thing. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, online scamming. Uh, it, you know, in my profession, which by day, by day, I'm a super geek. Seriously, by day, I'm a technology manager and um, it, we're seeing spikes in phishing emails, spoofing and spam. All those different techniques that people use to try to steal your money. We're seeing a spike in it. Uh, what we're particularly seeing a spike in is uh, payroll scams. And this is where you'll get emails. Well, I say you. Particularly, the people that work in your payroll department will get emails from supposedly employees, quote-unquote, air quotes, will get uh, email from employees saying, I'm changing my banking information. Can you please help me in changing my direct deposit? Now, if you're not careful, a normal response might be, well, yep, just here, get these paperwork. Here's the paperwork, fill it out, get it back to me. And then they'll send that paperwork back to you with a voided check and everything. And so if you're not careful... You could accidentally rewrap somebody's money. And that would be a very bad payday for that person. And then what happens? Well, like in any other scam, you as the company who made the mistake, you're on the hook for paying that employee pronto. So now you're going to lose that money twice because the likelihood of you recovering your money that was scammed is slim next to none. And Slim's at the bus station getting on the last bus out of town right now. So, that's one of the big ones that we're seeing a spike in. Of course, the typical financial ones are very big. And that's where someone pretending to be a high-ranking manager of the firm contacting people in the accounting department saying... Hey, I need your assistance in wiring, doing a wire transfer. So, my advice when you're dealing with this kind of stuff is always the same thing. The first thing I want you to do, if you get one of these emails, is not click anything. And that's easier said than done. Because the first thing you need to do is look at some of the signs. You have to identify it and look for some things first. Such as the grammar. Does it, is it grammatically correct? Does it sound right? When you're reading it in your head, does it sound right? Does it sound like it's that person? You work with that person. Does it sound like them? I guarantee you the answer is going to be no. Guaranteed. But if they can get you to respond 
even clicking it and saying, sure, just mail back these forms. They To them, to the malicious actor, you're on the hook. You're on the hook, and they will probably 90% or better of the time social engineer you out of money. So you have to look for these things. I guarantee you the grammar always throws it off. And look at the signature. Do they have a nickname? or I mean, do they go by Jim, but all of a sudden you're getting an email that says, thanks, James. You know? Things like that. Look for these things. Guaranteed, it will help you figure this out. Because the last thing you want to do, the minute you click and make any kind of response, that's like you know, fishing with a PH instead of an F. Same thing. You click reply and type something back to them, boom. You're on the hook. You're on the hook. And then it becomes a fight on getting off the hook. And when you respond, that opens up the floodgates. Somebody responds and all of a sudden you say, hey, how come we're getting a lot of spam like every day now? Well, that's because you clicked reply. That's because you replied to this bonehead. So you got to be careful. You got to look for those signs of fishing. You have to. And this the same in a person, personal. Somebody on your contact list on your personal email sends you a strange email. You know, think to yourself, what would warrant such an email? How is it written? Because on my night job where I consult for people, I have dealt and always am dealing with, dealt and dealing with these kinds of scams. And I tell my clients, Call me. Call me and ask me about the email you get in before you respond. I have no problem talking talking about it before you do something that can become a real problem if you handle it wrong. So be very wary, be very vigilant about the emails that you're opening. And that's one last thing. So I want to thank everybody for listening this week to the podcast. Remember the website, jmtalk.net. That's where you can go and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. Also, if you're missing Sharon and I during the week, you can listen to the 24-7 stream. Just click the button. It'll play on any web-enabled device you have. It does not have to be a computer. Uh, also, check out the offerings on um, YouTube and the blog. Every once in a while, I write a really cool op-ed, so check that out if, you, if you'd like. And remember, new episodes drop every Sunday night-ish here on the podcast. So until next time, I want to remember, remember, I want to remember, I want to remind everybody to be kind to one another, hold a door open for somebody, say please and thank you, and pick up three pieces of trash while you're out and about. We'll catch you next week, folks. Goodbye. (laughs)